Hello, and welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show, a podcast to help you unlock tremendous growth for your app. My name is Shamant Rao. I'm the CEO of the boutique growth marketing firm, Rocketship HQ, and host of the podcast, Mobile User Acquisition Show. In each episode, we feature experts in the field of mobile growth and discuss strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile growth marketing. By the end of each episode, you will have gained actionable and tactical insights that will help you make more informed decisions in your own work around growth. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is produced by Meryl Vincent, Content Marketing Manager at Rocketship HQ. In a lot of discussions about measurement signal loss with ATT on iOS, there has been a lot of focus on scan, and rightfully so because that is Apple's recommended protocol for measurement. Yet, one point that these discussions tend to miss is that scan is only one part of the picture. And a big reason for the mess we are in right now on iOS is that scan is not the only measurement protocol out there. If all sources rigorously use scan, they would be much easier to compare against each other and to get a sense of the relative performance of than it is the case now. But unfortunately, that is not the case. So let's get into these some of these complications one at a time. And let's also talk about what we can do about some of these problems. The first source is Apple Search, clearly the elephant in the room. Apple Search attributes performance via what they call the Apple Ad Services API. In the show notes, if you will see, we've included a screenshot of the post back from Ad Services API alongside the post back from Scan. And you'll see that the post backs are very different. Most significantly, the Ad Services API includes a click date, a keyword ID, and the creative set ID, which allows Apple Search to attribute performance with much, much more granularity than Scan does. What this also means is you can't compare Apple Search performance with Scan performance. Next in line, the other elephant in the room is Google, Google UAC. Yeah, so many elephants, so little time. Anyway, Google does not use scan and uses Firebase tracked events for primary optimization and reporting. Google does have a scan report, but A, this is buried in the reporting section. It's also very hard to use and comprehend. And just as significantly, if you compare the metrics in scan reporting within Google versus the Firebase reported metrics or the Google reported metrics, you will see that the scan reporting in Google looks massively off. You'll also see this if you compare scan reporting in Google versus scan reporting for your other channels, right? Specifically, you're going to see ridiculously high CPAs or very low ROAS numbers according to scan in Google. Some of the CPAs we've seen is like 20X of what is reported by Firebase. These just don't line up with what our incrementality models tell us or what the MediaMix models tell us. So the scan metrics in Google are practically useless. So we rely primarily on Google reported metrics, which are technically Firebase reported metrics in the UAC dashboard for comparing one campaign against another or one ad set against another. Next up, 
ad networks that rely on probabilistic matching of fingerprinting, if you will. Metrics from these channels are nearly deterministic because they are tracked by on-device characteristics. You know, there's still some amount of signal loss, but you're going to see CPAs and ROAS numbers that are significantly better than what is reported by scan. Web to app is not explicitly covered by scan or any other protocol. Technically, you place an attribution link on your website CTA that leads a user to the app stores and the link attributes users via probabilistic matching. Again, there's some amount of signal loss, but you're definitely gonna see more signal than just scan. It's also worth noting that even different sources that work with scan are not directly comparable unless the campaign architecture is exactly similar under the hood, which is of course never gonna be the, never gonna happen. So what do I mean by the campaign architecture being exactly similar? Apple allows a maximum of 100 campaigns in scan, and yet different camp networks have different campaign limits and different networks define scan campaigns differently. For instance, Facebook allows a maximum of nine campaigns, each of which have a maximum of five ad groups. TikTok allows a maximum of 11 campaigns with a maximum of two ad groups per campaign. And what's unclear now is how Facebook and TikTok campaigns, ad sets, and creators correspond to scan campaigns. What's likely is that Facebook and TikTok treat certain ad sets or even certain creators as a scan campaign. So in effect, these are phantom campaigns. A creative might be a phantom campaign. A creative within Facebook could be a scan campaign. An ad set within Facebook could be a scan campaign, even though the Facebook UI or the TikTok UI is going to show these as ad groups or ads per se. And so unless you know exactly how a campaign within Facebook or TikTok corresponds to scan, you're just never going to be able to compare them directly. The other complicating factor is the privacy threshold. Because scan, scan network campaigns are also if affected by privacy thresholds, which means a scan campaign with very few installs or conversions per day is going to show up as having high, a conversion value of null rather than the actual conversion value. You might have two campaigns with the same CPA, but scan might show a lot of null conversions for one and actual conversions for another. In short, you're going to have to take an enormous pinch of salt while, while comparing even two sources that both have scan. Of course, if you're comparing a scan source and a non-scan source, it's going to be much, much harder. In other words, measurement is a huge mess right now. This, of course, is why we recommend using some form of non-deterministic measurement to the extent possible. Based on the resources you have, you'll see you know, some episodes we have posted in the past about PDMX modeling or incrementality analysis that are not perfect, but better than just using scan and better than relying on the measurement paradigms that you have available. And at the very least, we recommend using blended numbers as a source of truth because you know those are rock solid. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show.
If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share.